Johnson House Theory Realty, all of your needs when it comes to buying homes, selling homes, questions you may have about the value of your home. She is an absolute, complete, 100% full resource when it comes to all of that. What do I mean by that? You know, some they'll put a sign in their yard and then they will show people your home uh, when people reach out to them. Uh, but I would recommend before you do anything to your home to prep it. A lot of people think, oh, my house is outdated. I'm embarrassed for a realtor to see it. I'm embarrassed because I know that we need new carpets. I know the paint's outdated. I know that. So I, I'm going to I'm I'm going to get it ready before I even contact a realtor. Contact Emily Johnson first. She knows the marketplace day to day, hour to hour, minute to minute, second to second. Which means she knows that right now there are certain, quote, improvements that you may think are necessary to make to your home that are absolutely not necessary. What people are looking for today is different than what people may have been looking for a year ago or a year prior to that. And certainly different from when you purchase the home you're in now. Don't waste money. And if there are things that you probably should do to help sell your home in a, in, a, in a quicker fashion, she'll let you know that as well. Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty. Uh, we had mentioned earlier the, the KY3 story that Ashley Reynolds did, are they on your side, uh, about the um, American, was it American Legion? Actually, yeah, the American Legion was trying to, uh, post 676. And... See you contacting them saying, hey, uh, sorry, our bad, but uh, we've underbilled you $6,000. You owe it. Just under $6,000. There's a GoFundMe page uh, set up by someone that is going to match dollar for dollar. The goal is $3,000. We have a link up at ksgf.com. Also, if you go to 1041 Nick Reed, the Facebook live feed down in the comment section, you can get to it, a link there. Uh, I want to thank Rick, Chris, Robert, all who have made a donation. Uh, so far, it's at 735 I would love by the end of the show. I, I'm going to make a donation once the show is over, just so you know. I'm not just spewing off here. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is uh, as well. And, and every dollar you donate is going to be matched. So you donate 10 20 uh, you donate 100 It's going to become 200 You donate 1000 That's going to become $2,000. And some of you may want to do it in the name of your business, your charitable organization, or just as a person. But uh, I would really like to see them not have to worry about this by 9 o'clock in the morning. And uh, that's why it is that we're um, uh, you know, putting that up there. And all of you have shown that when veterans are in need, you definitely step up. And it, it just $5, $10, whatever it is that if you can afford, uh, it would be greatly appreciated. Okay, what's the next? Oh, I wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, breakdown here. Trump, this is New Hampshire. Trump still holds a commanding lead in a GOP primary matchup, Emerson poll. The 
poll shows that Trump has a strong base of support among younger GOP voters. They note, similar to their February national poll, Trump finds his primary base among young voters. 67% of Republican primary voters under 35 support Trump as the nominee. Unlike the national survey, where DeSantis found a base of voters over 65 and those with higher education attainment, DeSantis holds no such base at this time among New Hampshire Republicans. Similarly, Governor Sununu is unable to surpass 10%, and he's not going to... Sununu is one of those individuals that uh, has has been floated as the the potential new direction of the Republican Party. It's the, it's the old Mitch McConnell, Mitt Romney establishment that are desperate to, to to shave off all of you people who supported Trump. You are the icky part of the party. You are the part of the party they just wish did not exist. Uh, the the problem for them is you're necessary. <laughs> and, and so they they found themselves in essentially a suicidal position here. Uh, the, uh, the their their approach to leadership is poison. The antidote has been Trump, but they don't want the antidote. They don't want you. But that's the only thing that uh, that has been uh, a real draw for a significant number of Republican voters, and it has also shown them what is possible. It is possible to get significant tax cuts. It is possible to get peace in the Middle East. It is possible to stop a Putin invasion. It is possible to take on terrorism. It is possible to stop Kim Jong-un from his advancement of nuclear weapons. It is possible to renegotiate NAFTA. It is possible to move the capital of uh, our uh, um, embassy to Jerusalem. It is possible to get our NATO allies to up uh, their financial contributions to the cause. Uh, all of these things that we've always been told aren't possible. They are possible. Trump did it. Four years. With a thousand angry monkeys on his back. Biting and clawing at him. Even our own government. Up to and including lying, falsifying evidence to get courts to allow him to, sp- to allow the government to spy on him. All of that, and he's still got that stuff done. Which, this actually leads me, so I'm getting out of order here, but it's, it's a natural lead-in uh, to this article about Bill Crystal. Bill Crystal, um, he used to be quite prevalent on, I want to say Fox News, um, National Review Online. He's a commentator, and for a while he fancied himself as... The person who first mentioned the name Sarah Palin in the context of national politics. And um, he he's a never-Trump guy. And I, we're going to get Jason Rima. But he's out there. He was at some event talking about how Republican voters need to start supporting Democrats in order to get rid of Trump. He is obviously not the only one who holds that position. He is, within the Republican Party, one of the few that I believe is actually verbalizing it, that they would rather see Democrats win than Trump win. This is a a great opportunity for Republican voters to understand what the establishment Republican Party actually cares about. This is a, um, this is a real defining 
side-by-side comparison of what the party wants versus what Trump wants. And I think that this definitely deserves some evaluation and maybe a lot of self-reflection for some of you that wonder, well, should we get rid of Trump? Should we not get rid of Trump? And, and it, by the way, this isn't a pro-quote Trump argument. I want to explain that coming up here in just moments. Jason Ryman with the latest news. A man is charged with second-degree murder after a woman was found dead at a home in Springfield this week. Police say 59-year-old Jerome Poole was arrested after authorities found the body of 41-year-old Crystal Dye from Springfield at a home in the 200 block of South Clifton. An autopsy shows she was strangled. Police in Waynesville investigating the death of a five-year-old girl. Police said a student told a school resource officer that a child was unconscious and unresponsive at a home in the 700 block of South Washington. Police went to the home and found the child dead. Pulaski County prosecutors have charged Shamira Buford and Angela West with second-degree murder, involuntary manslaughter, and abuse or neglect of a child. Chris Maslin reporting. Drivers paying more for gas this week in Missouri, Matt Moyer reports. AAA of Missouri says gas prices rose 15 cents a gallon in Springfield. The average price is now 3.09 a gallon, up from 2.94 last week. Higher global demand and the switch to summer blend are being blamed for the increase. Joplin has the lowest gas price in the state at 2.98 a gallon. Jefferson City has the highest at 3.14. And Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders has signed an education bill that creates a new school voucher program, raises minimum teacher salaries, and places restrictions on classroom instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity. I'm Jason Rima, Springfield's Talk 104.1. We've got more donations rolling in before I get to the weather here. Uh, the Ashley Reynolds on your side piece, uh, Springfield Veterans Group gets nearly $6,000 dead at gas meter bill. This is where CU contacted and they're like, oh, oopsie daisies. <laughs> uh, we haven't been charging you enough. Not your bad, but <clears throat> you owe us about $6,000. There has been a GoFundMe site set up, match for match, Caleb Arthur, uh, dollar for dollar, saying you know, he's looking to raise $3,000. we have already raised a couple hundred. I'd like to hit that 3000 mark. I want to thank Doyle, Tom, uh, Patrick. Oh, Sarah donated. Uh, our own Sarah Myers, uh, the Garmins. And um, I know so many more of you have, let's see, Rick, Chris, Robert. Uh, I'm going to be making a donation after the show. I'd like to think that. I won't need to by the end of the show. That being said, I'll make a donation anyhow, even if if it does uh, go beyond the mark, because it is for uh, an American Legion organization here in Springfield. It's on the north side. It is the um, American Legion Post 676. The link to the GoFundMe you can find uh, at ksgf.com. It's under the uh, must-read headline, Sarah said. But also, if you go to our live Facebook feed, 1041 Nick Reed, it's in the comments section. Sarah posted a link to it there. Springfield's Talk 1041. Oh, first alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements. Rain, patchy fog. I have 52 today. Patchy fog tonight, 35. Sunny, 51 tomorrow. Rain returns Saturday for the St. Patrick's Day pub crawl and a high of 47. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Sarah's trying to find me. It's a, it's a, it's a very short article, and I, I don't even actually guess that I need it. But Bill Crystal was at an event. It was 
around the same time, I believe, as CPAC, but according to the piece, I'm sure it's a Daily Mail or Breitbart or Washington Examiner piece. It could have been Washington Examiner, nonetheless. So I thought I printed it off, and Sarah's trying to find it. But it was uh, an event when she talked about how Republican voters need to, in order to get rid of Trump, start voting for Democrats. But before, you know, I want to touch on that because this is very significant. Very significant opportunity to identify what the true goals of the Republican establishment is. But first, Florida Governor DeSantis, former President Trump, each headed to Iowa in the coming weeks, making their first trips of the year to the leadoff Republican voting state. As the 2024 campaign ramps up, DeSantis has scheduled events March 10th in the eastern Iowa city of Davenport and the state capital of Des Moines to promote his new book, The Courage to Be Free. His plans were confirmed by two aides to Republican officials who spoke on condition of anonymity Thursday because they were not authorized to preempt the announcement. Trump's campaign announced Thursday that the former president would be making an education policy speech in Davenport on March 13th, his first Iowa visit since he launched his 2024 campaign in November. Gloria Mazza, the Republican Party chair in Polk County, Iowa's most populous county, said it's going from ground zero right to the moon. It sure gets us excited. Although DeSantis is, thank you very much. Where was it? Okay. Well, there we go. Although DeSantis is not yet a candidate, his trip is a significant step for a governor who has positioned himself as a top alternative to Trump. Until now, he has largely been content to lead conservative culture fights on cable TV and from Florida State House. He is uh, focused on expanding his right-wing agenda in the legislative session that runs through May. This is an AP story, hence the right-wing agenda. And <laughs> you know, they, I, I, they never have a Bernie Sanders story talking about the left-wing agenda. There's never a Joe Biden story about his left-wing agenda. There's all this focus about DeSantis and is he running, is he not running. I, listen. There's a there there are a few different potential there are more potential paths here than he is going to run or he's not going to run as simple as that this time around DeSantis is he's a, he's a smart guy and I think he looks at the numbers and he understands them. And people who support Trump are, for the most, and who like Trump, they're going to support Trump. By the way, that doesn't mean that they don't like DeSantis. There are a lot of people, a lot of people. I've talked about it here. I talk to you. You talk to me. Who who like DeSantis? But the way that they see it is, let Trump have another four years, and then we can have eight years of DeSantis. Because instead of then, uh, let's say that DeSantis were to run and win, and then he served a second term, and most likely just you know because of age. Trump would not at that point run for president. We 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 deny ourselves an additional four years of make America great again, uh, as opposed to if Trump runs, wins, then we can have eight years after that of headed in the right direction. And and so it is a matter of capitalizing off of the leadership that exists, getting us in the right direction. There is a, a, a misunderstanding a lot of people have when they see poll numbers that show 
uh, New Hampshire, for example, 58% support Trump, and then DeSantis has 26 or whatever it may be. And it's strategy for a lot of people. That's not to say all of them. There are some people that don't like DeSantis, but they do like Trump. I believe that DeSantis, he's smart enough to, to recognize this. And the more people that are in the field, the, the more difficult it would be for him anyhow. That is not to say that he won't run. Some, And I'm telling you this. Many people who are in politics for the long term, they will run for an office recognizing that Odds are very, very much against them because of the timing. And so they they will run anyhow, not for the purposes of actually trying to win that election, but it is it is part one of their campaign for the following election. It is laying the groundwork. If you run for the presidency, if uh, here I'm DeSantis, if, I, if this is me, if I'm running his campaign, I'm like, run. But don't dog on Trump. Don't criticize him. Just run totally positive, totally awesome. Yeah, you know, because in reality, Trump, he's got the numbers. He's got the support. You're not going to peel Trump supporters away from him. Only Trump can manage to do that. And, and so, But I would get out there, run, totally positive idea campaign. Don't get in the mud. Just be overly nice and, and everything. And every one of those states that you have people campaigning in, Every one of those states, every one of those precincts and districts that has a DeSantis court campaign coordinator and, and, and you've got a, a, a campaign uh, you know, headquarters in each of those states run by people, in four years, they're going to be chomping at the bit to get back out. So you already have a foundation laid. You already have the ground game going. You already have people that if they if they were ready for you to campaign for you four years ago, they definitely are going to be now because they've been waiting. It essentially gives you a head start. I suspect this isn't any new strategy by any stretch of the imagination. It's not the thing that necessarily is discussed publicly because it's oftentimes boring and overly strategic for a lot of people, and for some it doesn't make any sense. Uh, But those who are in the world of politics and campaigns, presidential, gubernatorial, particularly executive positions, uh, this is something that they recognize. This isn't anything new, and I suspect that that is something that they have discussed and talked about. Is that what is occurring? I don't know. And at the same time, you could not officially run, but do this sort of thing. Make it look like you're you're still out there. You're still making connections. You're still going to Iowa. You're still going to New Hampshire. You're still going out there. You never officially declare. But because people are recognizing that you are potentially going to declare, if not now, most likely later, you are still to a degree laying that groundwork. And... If I had to gamble and bet, I would gamble that in some capacity, that's probably what DeSantis is doing, that ultimately he does not believe the best path to the White House is 2024 
but that doesn't mean that you don't start campaigning for 2028 right now. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed. Hear about it. I know I'm beating a dead horse here. Talk about it. But the hypocrisy and the double standards kind of unreal. On Springfield's Talk 104.1. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 104.1. Couple of things here, my friends. One, let's do thrice things. Thrice. Tomorrow morning, broadcasting live, Scramblers, Friday Road Show, sponsored by Affordable Towing. Number two, we are going to have our happy hour tomorrow. Very excited about this. Talked with Tiny yesterday as we had our lunch bunch at Retro Metro, which is Republic Road in Cox. And he's all ready for uh, Friday. Taylor is going to be working that night. I know many of you know her. She's totally awesome. Uh, So this is a come and go as you please hang out. It's a good time. There's always a buzz to it. It's just nice. It's fun. It is enjoyable to have to to be around people that you don't have to worry about triggering. It doesn't mean that you have to talk politics. It doesn't mean that but you can be you can you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about saying something that somebody's then going to go, you know, run to social media, find out whom it is that you work for, contact them because they heard you say this and they can't believe that you would employ somebody that's such a racist and a bigot and I'm going to tell all my friends never to come eat at your establishment. You, know, blah, 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 blah. you don't have to worry about that. It's it's a freedom zone. Not to mention they have tremendous drinks, tremendous food. It's just fun. So that's Retro Metro from 4 to 6 tomorrow. We are over halfway to our goal of raising money for the American Legion. 676. All thanks to you. I knew this would happen because you guys are awesome. It's great having really awesome friends. Ashley Reynolds did a story, an on-your-side story, about the Kirby Wilcox Bicentennial American Legion Post 676 on the north side. CU contacted, and they're like, hey, for a couple years, we haven't really been reading things right. Your meter's broken. Oh, it's not your fault. (laughs) Uh, You owe us just about $6,000. They don't know where the money's going to come from other than charitable stuff that they do and, and, you know, paying other bills and so forth. And uh, it puts them in a really bad place. Six grand may not be a tremendous amount of money for a lot of people. It is for them. There was a GoFundMe that was set up, Caleb Arthur. While they need about 6000 the GoFundMe has a goal of 3000 because Caleb Arthur says, I'll, I'll match it dollar for dollar. So we donate 3000 He's going to donate the other 3000 I'd love to see it go a little bit above that. So then, you know, for their emotional distress that, uh, that they've been going through trying to figure out what they're going to do, uh, they have a little bit of extra to utilize for causes. They, they do things for kids like backpacks for unfortunate kids and so forth. Uh, we have a link to the GoFundMe page under Nick's must-read headlines, right? That is, is that, correct. And also the Facebook feed, 1041 Nick Reed, and under the comment section, you can see a link there. And we have, let me refresh here. It started out at, I think, 500 and some dollars. And and so I thought, you know what? We can do this. Uh, it's up to $1,845. Any amount, any amount you donate is going to be doubled. Uh, I want to think, uh, let's see. Patrick McManus, Tom Martz, Doyle Cook, uh, Matthew Tislink, Luke Davis. Oh, Luke, you better come to happy hour tomorrow. Lisa Thomas, 
Francis Bledsoe, anonymous, uh, Dewey Bradley, Robert Hansen, another anonymous, Hank Jarrell, Amy Chadwell. Uh, all of you, thank you so, so, so much. Um, you know, this is not only an opportunity to help out, but also to show that, that uh, who we are as a community. Because, you know, if you listen to certain people in city leadership, if you listen to certain people in uh, certain pockets of the media, Springfield is this racist place of backwards hillbillies uh, that we need to be told how to live our lives. Uh, we need to be instructed how things, because we just are, are you know, a bunch of greedy conservative people. We know better than that. And so this is an opportunity for us to, not that that's why you should do it, uh, but, but it's a reminder that we are good people. Traffic update, I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Garage experts. Oh, yes. I love what they've done for my garage. It's sort of my room in the house. <laughs> it is. I love it. It's fantastic. The, the uh, customized storage, the workbench is based off what I use my garage for. It's one of the great things about Shelly um, and Mark are owners. By the way, I, they will be at happy hour tomorrow. That, I'm, it's my understanding they're going to be at happy hour tomorrow. So if I know a lot of you, 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 you watch the video of my transformation and and you think man that looks incredible and nick talks about it but i wonder this i wonder that oh i own a business is it good for that you know or is it limited to garages short answer no it absolutely is not uh, but mark and shelly are expected to be at happy hour tomorrow so uh, utilize that opportunity one just to meet them they are great people they are friends of mine and i generally are not friends with people that aren't awesome they are awesome which is why uh, I'm friends with them. They're friends with me. And it will give you an opportunity to ask any questions you may have about what it is they can do and what the process is like and so forth. And you'll also find out they're not these pushy salespeople. They're, they're us, okay, if you know what I mean. And uh, that will be at Happy Hour Retro Metro, 4 to 6 tomorrow. And, of course, all the Garage Experts info under Nick's endorsements at ksgf.com. Rain today, patchy fog, high of 5235 with fog tonight. Patchy. Partly sunny Friday, a high of 51, and Saturday rain with a high of 47. Never Trumper Bill Crystal calls on Republicans to support Democrats for a while. And here's the story. This is actually, this isn't just a, a throwaway piece about Bill Crystal's a nut job, okay? This is very important. Never Trumper Bill Crystal called on Republican voters, this is from Breitbart, to support Democrat politicians, quote, for a while, said he would support a 2024 presidential ticket led by Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Crystal over the weekend addressed a crowd of disillusioned Republicans about the need to get rid of Trump Republicans from the party. Quote, it turns out that once you let the toothpaste out of the tube, so to speak, demagoguery and bigotry and all of that, some people like it. It's hard to get back in. Crystal said you can't just give them a lecture. And he's talking about you, those of you who voted for Trump. Bill Crystal is a representation of the party establishment. He is a Mitch McConnell. He is a Mitt Romney. He's, I hate to say it, kind of a Roy Blunt. He's that, he's that part of the Republican Party. He has the same view, the same vision, the same desires for the Republican Party. That, that's, that he is one of them. This is why it's important. It helps give you my understanding of their mindset and their approach, not just about Trump, but about you. Listen to this quote again. 
because he's talking about you. He says that you can't just give them a lecture. He said it turns out once you let the toothpaste out of the tube, so to speak, demagoguery and bigotry and all of that, some people like it. It's hard to get it back. You can't just give them a lecture. Crystal's remark came during the Principal's First Summit held at the Conrad Hotel in Washington, D.C. Summit featured prominent never-Trumpers and was implicitly constructed as a counterweight to the conservative political action conference known as CPAC held the same weekend, according to Politico. Crystal also indicated he would support a potential Whitmer presidential ticket with Representative Abigail Spanberger, a Democrat of Virginia's vice president. Crystal saying of the potential ticket, quote, that's fine with me. The event was less than one quarter the size of CPAC with nearly 300 people reportedly in attendance at the Conrad Hotel. These, when, th- these aren't just average voter people. These are influential people within the Republican Party. Former Representative Barbara Comstack, a Republican of Virginia, appeared and compared Trump to cancer that is, quote, going to kill the party more. Other principles first speakers included talk show host Alyssa Farah Griffin, former Mike Pence aide Olivia Troyer, and former Representative Adam Kinzinger, a man who participated in lying about Americans for the purposes of attempting to put some of them in prison. Principles first. Well, let's talk about principles. Perfect title for this. And I mean this in all seriousness. This is a discussion I would really like to have. With the principle first crowd. What are your principles? What are they? If they are so opposed to Donald Trump, clearly their principles must be in opposition to Trump's. Am I correct? Is the goal of a party not to get an agenda completed? Right? Theoretically. It's because you have principled beliefs And you believe that those principled beliefs are the best direction for the country, which is why you run, you get elected, you ask the voters to trust you, and then you implement those policies that are principled. If you form, based on the idea of principles as an organization, for the specific purpose of being in opposition to another person, that would be Donald Trump. The conclusion is you believe that your principles are in opposition to his, that that the direction of the country, the implementation of his principles are the opposite of what yours are. Well, let's look at his. What is it that Trump got done? When it comes to abortion, Roe v. Wade is overturned because of Donald Trump. There's no way around it. Some people hate that. Some people love that. Donald Trump made a commitment that all Republicans who run for president make, 
and that is that they would support judges that are strict interpreters of the Constitution, which, of course, includes the respect of human life. Other past presidents have failed us in that capacity. They did not follow through with that. They did not stick to their commitment. Donald Trump did, and because of that, Roe v. Wade is no longer the law of the land. I thought one of the principal principal components of the the Republican platform is pro-life. Reagan didn't get it done. Bush didn't get it done. Second Bush didn't get it done. Trump did. It's really interesting that you would have an organization that is based on the principles of the Republican Party that are opposed to the one Republican president that actually made extremely meaningful advances when it came to the pro-life movement. Is that not one of their principles? I mean, this is their position. We need to get back to the principles. Uh, so the, the issue of life is not one of those, Bill Crystal, Establishment Republican Party. We're going to get a, a traffic update. Oh, there are plenty more issues here. We can lay out in terms of results Donald Trump principles. Uh, I'm interested in results. Some people will claim, well, I mean, he doesn't necessarily really believe in those things. That's all he uh, – I don't care whether he believes them or not. He did those things. I would rather have somebody who doesn't really believe those things get them done than people who claim that they really do believe those things and not get them done, which we see a hell of a lot of from the Republican Party. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Everyone, it's Sarah Myers. Hey, that is hey, me. It's it is you. You're going to be at happy hour, right? That's right. And there's a rule about happy hours. You got to show up happy. Yeah, and you got to do four shots. No, I'm kidding. And that'll get you happy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> or angry. Yeah. Some people go that direction. That's true. Well, I'm We don't I'm, want that. I'm a happy person. That's an angry hour. That's that, right. That's the angry drunk yep, hour. That's, that's, that's the not week our after. Thing. That's not our thing. That's right. Ours is a happy hour. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so we've got rain in the forecast, uh, which means that at least one person may experience some roof issues. Uh, maybe you've noticed some yellowing on your ceiling, maybe some drips or leaks, or maybe some gutter issues. Uh, I really hope that that isn't you, but if I am speaking to you and you are experiencing these things, I highly recommend my friends over at the Pyramid Roofing Company. Now, Josh and the Pyramid Roofing Team, they are just top-notch folks They'll set you straight if you do need a new roof or uh, just a roof repair. They'll let you know exactly what you need, and they will get your roof and your gutter system all fixed up so you no longer have to have those worries. Um, I had the Pyramid Roofing Company team come out whenever... I first purchased my home. We had a worst-case scenario, and it wasn't just the roof on our home, but it was also um, our detached garage and our cellar as well. And now every time that it rains or we have any type of severe weather, I just feel like I have that extra protection. And that's all thanks to the Pyramid Roofing Company. Now, you can find all of the contact information for Josh and the Pyramid Roofing team. That's going to be housed at ksgf.com under the Sarah's Endorsements tab. We are almost to our goal. 
Yeah. Oh, sorry. I shut you off. It That's was instinct. Rude. I know it was instinct. <laughs> I think uh, last time I checked, we are like $860 away. That is correct. Just an update. I know some of you already know this, but just give me 30 to 45 seconds so I can, please don't tie me, so I can um, loop people into what I'm referencing here. Uh, recently, Ashley Reynolds did a story, and this was um, about a an American Legion on the north side that got hit with a $6,000 bill from City Utility. And essentially what happened was uh, their meter was not working for a couple of years before CU noticed it. And then they were like, oh, hey, guys, sorry, we've been um, undercharging you. They were charging them. It was just a, a smaller amount. You owe us about $6,000. Not your fault, but, <laughs> yeah, deal with it. A lot of you are asking, where is it, how is it that they came up with any dollar amount then? If the meter was broken, not, I, maybe by broken it was registering some, I, I don't know the answer to that, but it is a good question. How, how, how is it that they were coming up with some dollar amount to charge them anyhow? But all that aside, this is an organization that doesn't have an extra six grand laying around. And the reason at the same time that they felt, they, you know, well, the, yeah, their gas bill was lower. It happened at the same time that the city implemented the anti-science regulations to deal with COVID. So they had shut the place down. In their minds, it made sense that the gas bill was lower because they weren't there. Everything was shut down. There's a citizen by the name of Caleb Arthur. According to his GoFundMe page, he set up four to try to raise dollars for this. His goal is $3,000 to hit the almost $6,000 bill because he says, I'm going to match it one for $1. We started out this morning. It was, I think, five or $600. And um, I, I know what you guys can do. We're at $2,350 now. This is you guys. This is you guys. And I know it's you guys because the last donation before I started talking about this, I think it was five days ago. Uh, Robert Schuler, Lisa Thomas, Francis Bledsoe, uh, Dewey Bradley, we know him. I, I know uh, we know a lot of you. Uh, Robert Hansen, Hank Gerald, Amy Chadwell, Tom Wilkins, Dale Rowland, Richard C Crabtree, Brett Sturley, Patrick Ryan, Darla Poole, Chef Grouch. Uh, Teresa Barker, Wayne Jones, and I mentioned others early. Thank you all so much for uh, donating. Sarah donated. I'm going to make a donation when the show's over, even if we hit the uh, the the um, the goal, which I hope we go over because it's for an American Legion, and they do things uh, like buy backpacks for underprivileged kids and so forth on the north side. It's something that was referenced in the story. We have the actual KY3 story that uh, Ashley Reynolds did, and none of this could have. These are the people. Number one, Ashley Reynolds, bringing attention to this. Number two, Caleb Arthur for starting a GoFundMe page. And number three, all of you making the donations. And Caleb Arthur for matching the donations as well. So we're going to show them this evil, all you horrible, evil, conservative <laughs> people out there. Not every, I know not all of you are conservative, but that, that's the way they view everyone who listens to this show. Look at it, how awful you are. Also, really quick, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this on the American Transmissions talk and text line, oh, but no, one no. of our listeners, uh, they wanted us to know about another thing that Legion 676 does. Mm. They host uh, the Bikers Against Child Abuse. That's oh. where they meet, and they help and uh, support at-risk youth. 
So that's, that's awesome. Another thing that that this American Legion does. That is awesome. So uh, we just have um, six hundred and fifty bucks to go to hit that three thousand dollar mark. And uh, again, can't thank you enough. Man, we're awesome. <laughs> I, I don't mean we like the station. I'm just talking about all 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 of our friends, all of you. We're just, I just love it. I love doing great, good things. I love the ability to do it quickly, to get this stuff taken care of. Here, they've been worrying about this for weeks. What are they going to do? Where's this money going to come from? And, and because of you all coming together, uh, it's just, it just it's, it's such a great thing. It's such a positive, wonderful thing. We just hit 3,000. Awesome. How do we do that? Did somebody make a, well, just a, a lot of, I don't oh, know. Yeah, I just refreshed. Oh, so did I. We hit three grand. Hey, if you want, go ahead, make more. You don't need to stop. Like I said, I'm going to go ahead and, and uh, make another donation. Yeah. How about them apples, oh, folks? that's so exciting. It is exciting. And it, it, it feels good to do good things. It just, uh, this is something that oftentimes people don't realize. People that, not to make it political, but they just rely on the government to help people or they want the government to help you. You know how rewarding it is in your heart to actually help people? Um, in a meaningful way, that in, in a way that is meaningful. I'm not talking about, I don't want to get too in the weeds here, but but just really genuinely. To me, this is the sort of help that is similar to somebody is broken down on the side of the road. They don't know how to change a tire. It's in the middle of the night and it's raining and you get out to help them. It's that meaningful thing that they're going to remember the rest of their lives, even though it was just a small moment in time. And it's people helping people that don't have to help people. Uh, Nobody's forcing them to help people. It's just out of goodness. And I I just love it. I just think it's fantastic. And it's an incredible thing to be able to do. I've got to get a traffic update and then I'm going to go back to this Bill Crystal piece. Uh, And I'm bouncing around a little bit today. But nonetheless, sometimes that's the way the show is. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Uh, I want to thank Gary Nye, Kirk Hansen, Joe Novak. It's amazing how many of these people are just people that we know. I mean, actually, personally, know. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, we did hit the $3,000. I knew that we could hit that mark before the end of the show. Here it is. Not even 8 o'clock. We did I know. It. But I and I, even though we hit three thousand, I'm still going to go ahead and. D- does it always allow to go over? I know I see that sometimes. I believe I, it does. Okay, I, I wasn't sure if a cap could be put on it, but the way I look at it is, this will not only pay for that that bill with the matching of Caleb Arthur who set up the GoFundMe, but they do a lot of great things, and they're veterans, and it's the least we can do. So thank every one of you. I hope I named. I know you didn't do it to get named, but I just want you to know how much we personally appreciate. Uh, you doing that, and thank you to Caleb, thank you to Ashley Reynolds, KY3, uh, which we would not have even known of this if it had not been for her and whomever it is that reached out. All links in this chain that uh, that helped make all that possible. All right, Bill Crystal. I, know I keep throwing stories all over the place here. Let me make sure. Am I in the right place? I'm in the right place. All right. Bill Crystal hosted a counter to CPAC, an uh, organization called Principles First Summit, and it's all about how awful Trump is. And Bill Crystal saying he would support Gretchen Whitmer for president, uh, that uh, she's a Democrat Michigan who has passed, has been supportive of one of the most pro-abortion pieces of legislation. It's a very, very radical state to the left. But Bill Crystal saying if that's what it takes to get rid of Trump, to, for Republicans to start voting for Democrats, so be it. Yet they claim that they're principles first. This is the principles first summit. If it's all about principles, 
Let's look at some of the things that Trump accomplished as president. Most secure border many of us have seen in our lifetimes. Obviously not totally secure because of hard fight by Democrats and some establishment Republicans. But according to those on the border, the boots on the ground, it was the safest it had ever been. Energy independence. An exporter of energy, something that most people, including myself, my entire life, Republicans running for president, Democrats running for president, energy independence, energy independence. Trump's first one to do it. Lowered taxes. Took away much of the burden financially through lowering taxes, but also regulations on businesses. Made meaningful steps when it came to smaller government on a large scale. I forget if it was an actual policy or an executive order that for any like, new regulation proposed, there had to be two that were repealed. Operation Warp Speed, in, in terms of that issue itself, just pulling back red tape, not even the Warp Speed, but just dealing with COVID. When it came to ventilators, when it came to a lot of these problems that hospitals were having that in the past had to have government approval in order to do this and that. Trump, get rid of that red tape. NAFTA renegotiation. The better of the United States, getting Canada and Mexico to give great concessions to put us in a better position. Peace in the Middle East. Another talking point of every president that ever. I want to say there was somebody who ran for president. It may have been Clinton even. I, I, that Clinton actually surprisingly tapped Richard Nixon a lot. But at one point, I think it was Nixon that, that said, advised an incoming president, don't even bother with trying peace in the Middle East. It's pointless. The Abraham Accords. Three countries signing peace agreements with Israel. All of these things that the Republicans claim are part of their principles. Here, Trump is the guy who got it done, yet the principal first party of the Republican Party says, no, no, we need to start putting pro-abortion, pro-criminal Democrats in charge so we can get rid of that Trump guy. Does that sound very principled to you? What are your principles? If Trump's meaningful results aren't your principles, then what are? What are? 